0: Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. (laughs) Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to this week's Saturday Manager with me, Jim Kenny, Red Velvet Reserve Manager. What a week it's been for me. Um, I'll start off with that this week and uh, as we unpack uh, this podcast, uh, you might actually realise why. But... Um, this week we had a Kent Cup um, game um, away to AFC Green Court. I think we have to have a special mention to uh, the weather um, for whoever played on Saturday. Um, it was absolutely horrendous. Um, surprisingly, um, AFC Green Court they used a different pitch to their regular one, um, and it held it held the rain really well. Um, but having to run the line for 90 minutes, um, in that rain, well, I wasn't happy, but um, but yeah, special mention to the weather. So, the game, the Kent Cup, I enjoy, I, I I've got a lot of respect for um, any of the Kent Junior Cups. Um, I like them. Um, uh, it's a chance to go and play um, different teams from different leagues. As you get further into the competition, you get days out in your in your semi-finals and whatnot. And obviously, um, been lucky enough to get to the to the Kent Cup final um, as a player and manager. Um, and it's a fantastic day out so obviously i I would like to do well in this cup uh, before the game um as it wasn't their normal venue it was it was quite quite a strange setup, and we actually had to share. changing room with uh the opposition obviously green court which is fine um gave me gave me personally opportunity to have have a chat with a few of them and uh and just find a little bit more about them um seem really 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 nice um bunch young um but very nice, approachable um, lads. Um, I popped my head out of the changing rooms, uh, Make sure our warm-up was uh, going going well. I had a little look at their warm-up, and they look a decent outfit uh, from talking to them, seeing their warm-up. On to the game. And we started really well. Um, Popped the ball around quite nicely. Played some nice stuff. To be honest with you, if we had a bit of a gamble uh, behind the back line a couple of times, we could have found ourselves probably 1-0 up in the first 10 minutes. But Greencourt defended well. Um, And they started to get a foot into the game and again they was playing some really good stuff as well uh, their first their first goal they attacked down the left wing um, their player was basically by the byline crosses the ball in loops straight over my goalkeeper's head and goes in top bins um He'll say he meant it. Um, personally, I think it was slightly wind-assisted, but and uh, it was a cross, not a shot. But take me out off. 1-0 up, obviously green, green Court, And then after that, what I saw for the next probably half an hour or so was flashes of what a team we could be but only little flashes Um, second in the challenges lazy balls which should just go to feet um, going astray stop going down the wings first 10 minutes we hit the wings especially the right wing 3 or 4 times for some reason we stopped it ball went up top um, I played one up top, no runners round him, uh, round, round him up top to be able to do anything. So obviously frustration kicks in there. Um, and obviously Green called deservedly score a second. Um, and that's how it stayed until half time. And it wasn't a pleasant team talk for me personally. Uh, and I said to him over the years of playing there's teams that I would understand if you went in in your shell against um, but this team are young they're not here to try and kick you up in the air they don't they they, want to try and play football and we're backing off them like like we're scared of them um just because we we went 1-0 down because that's when it that's when it changed for us um i asked them to show a bit of personal pride show a bit of quality go and win the second half win the second half and see how the result takes us um And sometimes I think I'm smashing my head against a brick wall. Saturday. Completely different. Uh, we brought it back to 2-2. And started to playing really well. Uh, they scored. They they then went up the other end and scored um, a third. Um, loving my goalkeeper. Very good goal, to be honest with you whether or not he should have been closed down, whether or not he should have had the time on the ball. He was outside the area. He's had a shot. Um, and I I thought it was a very good goal, personally. Um, we battled away. Got it to 3-3. And I thought we was on top at that point. I thought that getting back to 2-2 took a lot out of Greencourt. They obviously got a boost, scoring the third. But then when we pulled it back again, I thought that the table had sort of turned and I thought we'd go on from there. Um, And we did have an opportunity to. We had a long ball go up, um, our striker got the wrong side of the defender. And uh, uh, got into the box. Um, might have just been just outside the box, but it looked, by the time he stopped sliding, he was definitely in the box. Um, and it looked like he got he got clipped by the defender. To so that, the referee said no. You respect that decision. Um, right decision or wrong decision. He's looked at it. And said no. Greencourt. Broke away really quickly. And. Uh, as he broke away. Because it was so quick. <coughs> the ref actually. Had to turn around quite quickly. And. As he faced me. It looked like he was laughing. And. He was laughing at. Saying no to the penalty. Which obviously was very 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 frustrating. Um, we talk about respect. Um, we talk about abuse. Um, what referees get. But in a tight game. Like that we've. Probably five minutes to go, if that, um, to see that made my blood boil, if I'm being honest with you. Nevertheless, Greencourt played on. Uh, up the wing. Um, ended up being one-on-one with uh, my goalkeeper. Slightly it past him. Good goal. 4-3. And I've got to stress that if I thought it was a penalty or not, I absolutely Green Court scored a very good goal. We've switched off. We we've complained complained about whether or not it should be a penalty. Um, but they've played on, um, and I have had words with the referee. And I made it clear, in my view, I'm not I'm not bothered that we've just lost a goal for four three because it was a good goal. What I am bothered about is an official laughing at my striker who looked like he's just been fouled. If he has just said no penalty and turned round. Straight face walked off uh, and played on. I can accept that, but I can't accept someone laughing at someone on the floor. But that was the end of the game. Um, congratulations to um, Green Court. They won four three. Win, lose or draw, as I always do. I'm I'll go on the pitch. Fist pump, shake hands, um, to as many, if not every player, unless they've walked off, uh, the pitch, and the management team, what they've got there. Um, I was actually chatting to, uh, their striker. I was having a bit of banter with him on the sideline actually. Um, and uh, it was a really good sport. Obviously, he he didn't agree with one of my offside decisions. So when we equalised, um, he, uh, I made sure that he knew about us uh, equalising, and um, and then when they scored the winner, he he made sure I knew, and we had a little fist pump up. Like he ran round past me, and I was like, "No, nah, mate, fair play." We had a little fist pump. There was respect there massively. And I was talking to him after the game and I was explaining that, look, the fourth goal, I've got no qualms with, but my issues was what I've already said. Um, And then what happened next was possibly the most embarrassing or sorry, the most embarrassed I've ever been on a football pitch. Um, it's Certainly men's football. I've heard something, I've turned around, and one of my players has uh, confronted um, one of their players, um, and their, their manager um, obviously tried to get in the way. Um, an altercation happened. Um, and I don't want to obviously go too much into it, um, but it's not what I'm in football for. Uh, It's not what I expect from my team. Um, And like I say, I'm embarrassed isn't even the word to use to be honest with you. Um, I was ashamed. When you're in the Kent County, one thing that you do is you represent the league that you play in. And I've always respected that. And I've always wanted to uh, represent the Auburn of Bromley uh, to the best of my ability, um, as a manager, so I must apologise to them because I felt that I let the the league down um, in the because of the altercation. Um, AFC Green Court, Green Court, um, acted with pure class. Um, throughout whatever happened, happened. Um, their manager, absolute class. Um, without going into too many details, what I would say is um, two players in particular um, involved, I've actually kicked out of the, of, of Red Velvet. Um, it's not what I personally want to be associated with. You can go to war on the pitch for 90 minutes. Um, but as soon as that whistle goes, especially, especially if you lose, uh, you show respect. Um, and the respect wasn't there. Um, so I'd like to use this, this, this podcast now to obviously um, apologise once again to Green Greencourt. Um, I've spoken in length uh, with uh, the manager of Greencourt over the next couple of days from the game, over the Sunday and the uh, the Monday. And I've wished them good luck in the next round, 100%. Um, And I just hope that I don't have many dark days like that again in, in, in football. Because for me personally, um, if I do, I would not be involved in football. But that was the game. Good luck to AFC uh, Green Court in the next round um, and the rest of their season. I believe uh, in the league they've won three from three now, um, and League and Cup between them, it's uh, four from four. Um, so good luck to them and um, hopefully see them um, in um, (coughs) pre-season for um, a friendly um, hopefully we can get payback next up last week's predictions Um, in the Prem we had Old Roan against Eden Park And I said it'd be a close game, Um, like in both teams. uh, I predicted 3-2. Final result was 2-1 to Old Roan. So, um, yeah, um, got the result right, Um, not the score. But uh, it looked like it was a close game, just like I said. Um, So, quite happy with that one. Um, Division 1 ground uppers against Farnborough well both teams obviously managed to get uh, squads out for this game Um, and I said that Farnborough would be up for this game Um, I thought it might be a a 2-2 draw, Uh, Ended up in a 1-1 draw so um, result right again Uh, scoreline not but um, doing alright so far Division 2 uh, Westminster Bank against Slay Green Knight <laughs> didn't know anything about Westminster Bank um, so I went with uh, depending on which Slay Green Knights turns up I went with a 2-0 win for them um, and I've got the 2 right but um, Westminster ruined the party for me by scoring 5 um, so obviously uh Need to do my homework on Westminster a little bit, um on that. So very good result there. So well done boys. Um Division three, ball or nothing versus South Dulwich seconds. Um Wasn't quite sure on this one, was I? Um after I saw a clip of Ball or Nothing and um South Dulwich first team I know but not the second team. I went with a 4-2 uh, win for South Dulwich um, with the thinking of uh, their first team rubbing off with the way they play football and the way they run their club. um, And that was a 3-0 win to South Dulwich. So, well done South Dulwich. Um, really good result there. Unlucky to ball on nothing. Moving on to this week's predictions. Um in the Prem, I was looking at um West Albion versus Leighton Athletic Reserves. Um pick this team more more to to be interested in them. I don't know a lot about either. Um so I need, I need to uh, keep an eye out for these two. That's why I picked them. But I think home advantage might... I'm going to go with a 1-0 win to um, West Wickham on that one. Division 1. West Bromley. Um, they're at home against uh, Eltham Town Ringers. Um... Do you know what? It should, be, it should be an easy win for Elm Town um with the quality they've got in their squad uh this season. But West Bromley, they they're a funny team. And they can they can get the result when their back's against the wall, you know. Um Yeah, I'm I'm going on a 3-2 win to West Bromley um, yeah bit of a gamble that one but 3-2 win to West Bromley against uh, Elm Town there uh, Division 2 from the versus Crofton Albion well it's a funny one because 2-3 years ago Crofton actually had a really good squad they weren't at the time they wasn't getting the results what they deserved um but they had a really good squad um any Farnborough team doesn't matter if you're first second third fourth or fifth whatever um they seem they all seem to be half decent um I'll go with a 1-1 draw, that one. And in Division Three, we've got Chelsfield versus Bexley A. Um, I believe Chelsfield started a little bit and drew last weekend, I think, Um, if memory serves me correct. Um, It'd be a sign of a good team to bounce back. And I think they will. But not a runaway result like they have been. Possibly just a little 2-0. I think they'll keep a clean sheet. And a 2-0 win on that one. Um, Red Velvet, personally, are um, at home against... Um, don't... Don't know if you remember the first podcast, we uh, first game of the season against Alum, and I, I said about the state of the pitch, uh, Cold Harbour, long grass, grass sitting on top of it, dodgy goals. Um, and we couldn't get going, so hopefully, there'll be a bit of revenge there. Uh, welcoming Alum to uh, Eltham Town. Um, hope you enjoy. Um, a pitch where you can um, knock two, three passes together on, and not have to worry about the ball stopping. So, um, hopefully we can get revenge. I believe um, I believe we're going to bounce back and uh, really start our season from this Saturday um, to a three-one win. I think today at uh, Saturday. Uh, my game to watch this week is actually uh, in the Cup. After um, Westminster Bank's fantastic result last week, I want to have another little look at them to, to see if I can gauge how good they are. Um, and they've got Old Bexley Town. I think it would be a really good test for them. Old Bexley Town, um, good little team. Um, no, Each player knows their position well. They, they don't try and overplay themselves. Um, so that will be a cracker, I think, to watch. Um, Westminster Bank versus Old Bexley Town in the Cup. Moving on to um, the last on the agenda. I want to ask this question has the social side of grassroots football gone? Um, And what I mean about this is I personally have seen a change um, in the way um, socially within a club um, things have changed. And I just wondered if it's throughout... um, and I understand we all we we all know about our diets and and energy drinks and um, our shakes, which help us repair our bodies after games. Um, but obviously, when I first started in men's football, um, it was very much of after the game the clubhouse was there you'd stay there basically all night you had a good like team bonding together win or lose uh, the opposition nine times out of ten would would be there um, you have a drink with them and stuff like that and and for a long time um, that was the case but I think over the recent years it um, started just to to, just to kill the social side of it. Um, people want to stay fit. I get that. Um, and I, I understand that. But you can still have the social side and be in a clubhouse, surely, um, and not have to have a beer. Um, you can have a Coke. You can have a lime and soda, whatever. Um, I just think that especially the younger players that today, they come football, they'll have their protein shake or whatever it is afterwards and you turn around um, to talk to one of them and they're off off, off on their electric scooters or whatever. Um, and I just think it kills the day um, I'm not even saying about staying for hours and hours and hours. I, I personally don't. Um, I'll go back to the clubhouse at Elton Town after the game. And I'll stay for a couple of hours or so. Um, but I'll be home for probably six o'clock-ish. Um, and I don't... Nine times out of ten, like because I'm driving I'm not even drinking but the other teams come back and you have a bit of banter with them and, and I enjoy that social side of of, of a saturday uh, just as much as I enjoy the football on a saturday probably more at the moment because we ain't been winning games but um I just I just wondered if uh if a, if if it has gone in grassroots football um and that must be tough on clubs with clubhouses. Um, there is a, there's a few about, and there's some lovely clubhouses. Um, uh, obviously, Elmtown has been done up. It's really nice. Um, Farm, farmers clubhouse is lovely. Um, a lot of work's got, been done down, um, down there in the last, what, 18 months or so. Um, so, there is places about, um, but are they being used to their full potential? So, after a very hard week, thank you very much. That is this week's podcast. Um, hopefully, can be a bit cheerier um, and I can give you um, next week's game with a win. Um... So it's been a hard week this week, but um, I'm big enough and ugly enough to take whatever it is uh, what happens and dust myself down and go again. So that's it for this week. Uh, speak to you next week. I've been Jim Kenny. This is the Saturday Manager. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.